Oh, yeah. Feels good. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode podcast. I am Brian. I'm joined, of course, by Donnie and Rico to rate, to raucously review, and to remember some of our favorite sitcoms, some of our favorite TV shows from classic eras and from today. Welcome, That's right. everyone. What Rico, is going to Donnie? Like three episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think yeah. Jason, I think Jason who made our wonderful intro, uh, listed him as Donnie and now it's done. I'm not, yeah. I'm not paying him to Anyone do it again. Called you Donnie? A couple of people. Trying to- back when he, back when he was undercover as uh, Johnny Depp, That's right. he was Donnie, Johnny, Johnny Depp played Donnie Brasco and Donnie was actually playing Johnny Depp playing Donnie Brasco. It was real interesting for a while. Very meta. I've, Never I've got paid. Confused. Never made a dime. <laughs> It's like this show. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, welcome to the show, guys. So for those of you just tuning in, yeah, we're just, we're, we take a, a classic sitcom or a classic show. We do one old episode, one new episode to tell you guys something about what's coming out. But oftentimes, the first episodes, the pilots of your favorite shows, you don't remember how bad they were, how different they were. Last episode, we talked about Golden Girls, which was a hit. And uh, they removed a gay guy, erased a gay, didn't even have to have a Christian conversion camp to do it, just disappeared the gay guy in the pilot episode. <laughs> yeah. he didn't did, test they, well. did they test audience <laughs> the gay guy and yeah. the 80s just were not having it? Like, no. I, that's what I'm can't, thinking. Can't have it, a gay guy on, on Saturday Night TV. There might have been AIDS brewing around yeah, it might have been the epidemic <laughs> well i imagine they like tested in an old folks home and you know how people get out of theaters they they stand up and walk out to leave but you just mm-hmm. had a bunch of old people struggling to stand up out of their chairs and like well they don't hate the, they don't like this this gay guy's not going over and these people mm-hmm. are struggling to leave they can't do it mm-hmm. <laughs> they're hitting their life they're, they're just hitting their life alert badges as soon as they see the gay guy on tv they're like this isn't what i signed up for yeah but uh they must have thought, okay, we're going to go for a very unique demographic of old ladies and gay dudes. <laughs> yeah. They they didn't overlap in the 80s demo. like they do today. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They actually Dead overlap a lot Crazy intersection. <laughs> yeah, the crazy intersection is the gay guy lives with a bunch of old ladies and he does their chores. <laughs> he was their chef. No, no. I need a gay guy in this house. Which, if that, that's what they do. Come on. Well, the come on. They do that too. <laughs> come on, gay guys. <laughs> um, right so on. I sound. By the way, I sound horrible. I apologize. My whole family's been sick this week. Um, I will triple demic. Dude, it's <laughs> unbelievable. I've never. It, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's it is officially always, the flu. Flu. You're always it's, sick. Uh, I think you have one white blood cell. I'm, he's you sitting there one. he's like my, my one white blood cells holding up like the flag with my face on it like iwo jima sitting on top of my heart keeping things going are you no he's a wall <laughs> well what's nice at least those we were, we're talking about sanford and son and at least i sound like fred sanford you know mm. you big dummy yeah you do a little bit when you say that that, that you are we could just dive right into that uh classic uh, what was it in the sixties or the seventies? That was not that long ago. I thought it was like late seventies, early eighties. No, no, no way. It was. No, it was not early eighties. No, I dude, think that was seventies for sure. I the color palette 60s. alone. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about Sanford and Son, when you see the inside of the apartment, the colors of everything. Seventy-two. Talking, yeah, there you go. It is like that was one of my notes. It's one of the most puke, disgusting sets. Well, here, let me let me play the intro. I'm not going to play the music because obviously we'll get dinged by YouTube, but <laughs> I'll, I'll play the video in the background for those of you watching on video so you can see. Um, but it is classic 70s, just like of yellows, puke green, disgusting orange. Wow, could this be any lower res? This yeah, looks like somebody shot this. This looks like somebody shot this through a reverse peephole camera trying to spy on uh, that sportscaster. What her name was. Yeah, they, they like dusted up the lens, I guess, to give it that dingy look. But yeah, it does. Uh, so it was from 1972 to 1977. You know what's crazy? Is that Demond Wilson, the son? Yeah. No mm-hmm. acting credits. 
after basically after 1993, basically nothing. And then he's in a show this year. What? Really? What? Wait, what show? Everyone's always heard of that show. What show? He, this show was made in, he was born in 1946. How old is that? Wait, what show is he in now? Maybe if I, if you had known, if I Oh God, if I had known that, we should have watched the first episode of that. We could have done a Demon, like double, a double feature. (laughs) A retrospective. <laughs> we'll just make this the Demond Wilson podcast. It, it would have been. Mm-hmm. It would have been a where. It would have been a where are they now behind the Demond Wilson, you know, like a VH1 episode <laughs> without even, but just accidentally. Hey, Craig's here watching. What's up, Craig? <coughs> yeah, Red Fox was great. Red, <coughs> Red Fox. Did you star- cancel your cable? What, what are you doing? <laughs> this is a great idea for a podcast. People love it. Red Fox is amazing. Uh, classic comedian and. He said the sun was like this episode. So let's get into the episode itself. Um, okay, one, let's do it. Written, written by, that's a show about black people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was written for a black audience, but I immediately in the first episode, it's like written and created by Aaron Rubin. And I'm like, well, that's your, <laughs> that's your classic black name. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aaron black Rubin. He goes, black. Should we do that game show? He goes to black the black, 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 the black synagogue. Down. The, in Beverly Hills, <laughs> if it was, if it was a, to, to steal from Key and Peele, if it was a Abron Rubin, all right, okay, I can see you writing Stanford and Son, mm-hmm. but Aaron Rubin dropping in. But what if the you switch the names? Rubin Aaron sounds black. Yeah, like Hank Aaron. Mm-hmm. One of Hank Aaron's many, he, you know, Hank Aaron. He had all those home runs. An illegitimate child for every home run he hit. That was his promise. That. That was the yeah, promise he made. A lot of kids. That was his. That was his American. Like George Foreman. His American like, dream. <laughs> it's like Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon said, "I'm going to have as many kids as cannonballs fired during the Napoleonic Wars." That's why he keeps on plowing. Mm. Good for him. That's his favorite era. Is the <laughs> the Napoleon so, era? <laughs> so the Sanford and Son uh, studio audience mm-hmm. had some weird laughter. Laughters. Uh, you know, jumping to the end. Where he puts what? a suicide. Rico, you can't just jump to the I end. Do whatever I want. God damn it. <laughs> jump into the suicide. Yeah, that was a weird. Let's hold on. Before we, let's not get ahead of ourselves. For people who've never seen Sanford and Son, it is a show about a father and a son who own a junkyard. Sanford and Sons. And mm-hmm. the son, I guess, his big dreams. He wants to get out, you know, go see the world. But he's stuck with his dad, who the mom's not there anymore. It's just the dad and the son, and they run the junkyard. Mom so died twenty plus years ago. Yeah, and so it's a depressing scene. I mean, it's a house, full essentially of trash. He's a, he's a hoarder, right? Who's uh, whose yeah. wife died, and then he's been hoarding for twenty plus years. And the son's an enabler. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, that's the setting. Well, we'll exactly. get it through a negative lens. Because <laughs> the son can't get on his own feet, so he's got to enable the dad so he can mooch off him. And if it wasn't sad enough, don't forget they're miserably poor. Uh, mm-hmm. They go, they collected bottles. I, I had a chuckle at this. They collected bottles of like bourbon and other liquor that he'd like find in the trash or in the whatever. And he brought him home and he's like, all right, give me that bourbon bottle, pop. And he brings over a bottle of bourbon. And he just starts pouring in tiny bits of alcohol that were left yeah. in other bottles he found. I was like, this Imagine is that's good. Who read mm-hmm. this sitcom and was like, this is hilarious. There's no way this will not be a comedic success. Yeah. These, de- these horribly depressing people. Is it the Norman Lear way, though, of trying to be kind of gritty, show you a side of things, and then make it funny? Like, I didn't maybe see that, was, that painting. I mean, maybe there's a lot of people at the time in the 70s that were doing that. I mean, we weren't around <laughs> at that time, but it'd be interesting. Not a lot of people. Well, also, like, who's, throwing out, who's throwing out bottles of liquor that still have liquor in them? Exactly. With like a leftover wedding, and you're like, ah, oh, just throw it away. Well, maybe there was just like a. Okay, so here's here's a, a tidbit from uh, from Craig who's watching. Who, by the way, our our people watching. I've dubbed you now. You're the you're the studio audience. That's what your name is. <laughs> that's your that's fans of the show. Studio audience member Craig says Elizabeth is the mom. She passed away, and Fred kept calling to her when he had fake heart attacks. 
This is the big one. Okay, yeah, because Fred, uh, Fred Sanford, the dad, would always go, we'd go, oh, Elizabeth, here it comes. And he'd clutch his mm-hmm. chest to pretend to have a heart attack 80 <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's how we got out of two things, I think, in this first episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that the episode started off kind of boring. To yeah. Be honest. I'm like, ah, this isn't very funny or interesting. And, and, and then they, they mm-hmm. got to the auction, which is when I first started having some some chuckles. Was that was pretty amusing. funny, yeah. The, yeah, the, so they, they the bought face. a the – sun, the sun finds this hideous oh. figurine. Well, it, there was a good little racial uh, joke back when you could make fun of other races. When he's like, old white women, the most disgusting oh. people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that exact one down. Here's the exact line. That's Ain't good. nothing uglier on earth than a 90-year-old white woman. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how they talk. <laughs> you, look, you could still make that joke today. The sad thing is you can't make any other racial jokes. <laughs> no, back then they knew what they were doing. That, that was yeah, that was really, really and funny. And then uh, I, I suppose this was some sort of racial trope when they went into the auction house and he's like, you want to see my ID? And he pulls out this wallet and he has all these random... Oh um, yeah, just mm. worthless. There's my Sears card, and there's my <laughs> oh, membership yeah. to some Elks Lodge or something. And I en- I enjoyed all the all the businesses he said that no longer exist, like Mervin's, Sears. <laughs> oh God, uh, Caldor. Penny. <laughs> I think J.C. Penny still might be around, but J.C. Penny's still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, to, now I so he go ahead. Go ahead. Well, just oh, yeah, I was, just to give I get peel the context of the episode. So. Yeah, he finds this porcelain statuette, which uh, the son accurately thinks is worth money. Right? He's like, it's got the symbol on the bottom, so it's like, all right, let's go sell it. Let's go, let's go get it appraised and try to sell it. <laughs> they take it to an antique dealer in the mm-hmm. ugliest snot green parlor. This is how you know it was the seventies. <laughs> it was a room that looked like somebody had sneezed and then thrown snot against the walls, mm-hmm. and that yeah, was considered the-, the class at the time. The pastels of the seventies are worthless. Yeah. Now, so, and then he finds out the pieces from the seventeen hundreds. <laughs> it's just some two hundred year old thing just hanging out. Yeah. In Hollywood, and of course they're offered a, a a large sum of money for them, which they reject because the son is sure they can get more money at the auction. So Rico, take it away. Yeah. So do you think a lot of people went to auctions specifically to find rare porcelain? products in the 70s because i mm-hmm. thought that would be uh, uh unlikely no matter what era <laughs> but anyways assuming if they weren't going people, they weren't going to the puke green store yeah then they go to the auction so, so then there was like a whole thing uh, about how you bid at auctions without bidding and so he's basically you know having seizures and twitches right. and tourette's <laughs> symptoms and it was pretty amusing at, the, at first, I didn't understand what he was doing when he was staring at the guy, and then the guy was winking, and then uh, his son then did the wink, and then that yeah turned into some silly uh, antics where he does like the the base. You do that sign. now. If you go into a <laughs> random place now and start getting close to somebody winking at him, you're getting fucked <laughs> in the bathroom. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. That's how that ends up. Right. That's how you well, end up then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then so uh and then at some point then uh he starts uh the sun right he bids on his own thing when it's close to the price that uh that yeah, he's, he's gonna bid, get offered he's bidding it up he's bidding it up man yeah he's playing and, the game and, San, and fred goes what are you doing son and he goes i'm bidding he goes that's how you drive the price up uh and then they get into an argument he goes all right get out of here dad go you don't know what you're doing and then yeah. uh and then predictably, I'd say and it's then, one of the most one of the more predictable mm-hmm. sitcom tropes in the history of the world <laughs> is you knew anybody watching knew what was going to happen. The auction as soon as he had an argument with Fred is that Fred's, yeah. of course, going to outbid his son. His son drives the price up to this astronomical level. And then, of course, the dad yeah. bids, puts the final bid in and they end up paying something like two thousand dollars. Yeah. Or, first is. The the son's in a bidding war with some rich guy, and he tells the rich guy, he goes, I'm sorry, I won't bid anymore if you bid 1500 And the rich guy <laughs> goes, of- <laughs> he goes, yeah, he goes, you promise? And he goes, I swear. <laughs> and then the guy goes, 1500 
And then he thinks that, you know, he's like, yeah, I sold it for 1500 And that's when Fred Sanford raised his hand for 2000 And then uh, he's, all, he's also doing all sorts of, you know, seizure face gestures. Well, this is why, like, see, the writing, the writing in the first episode of this, right? It was, and we'll get to the suicide stuff coming up. The writing was not that funny in this episode. And this show got funnier, for sure. The pilot was yeah. not that good. Because I remember watching Sanford and Son, it was pretty funny. This yes. was not good. It, but compared to Golden Girls, which was just a banger from start to finish, yeah. hilarious. I mean, it's night and day. I mean, it was crazy how how unfunny and cheesy Sanford and Son was. So, of course, they end up with their own item. They go home. The son's pissed off. And naturally, what do you think is going to happen when they get this you know, unbelievably expensive thing home? Naturally, it's going to break. Of so course. Of course. It's and like, it's and also Fred Sanford that breaks it by mistake. Of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's eye rolling. It's eye rollingly. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like anybody watching this knows what's coming. It seems like you could do that sitcom uh, plot with any two characters. <laughs> from And it has any, been done. Any a point in times. time. Yeah. With any sitcom in history. So. Right. It's like, it's but like yeah, the, that, the that gun. It's like the old trope of the gun in in a, in a play, you know, where Dostoevsky, who's a playwright, he goes, you know, if you, if there's a gun in a scene, it's going to get used. That's that's if there's an expensive item in a sitcom, it's going to get I was broken. Waiting the whole episode, like <laughs> when is this going to break? When is this finally going to break? I thought it, would, yeah, they did lead me on a lot. I thought it was going to break numerous times before it did. You know what would have been great if uh, if it, if they if it pulled us in a an early Seinfeld and instead of breaking it, Red Fox lost his balance and sat on it and it went up his ass like uh, you know the few silly Jerry. <laughs> that would have been bold indeed. One in a million shot, Doc. One in a million shot. That would have been the way to go. Now, like, of course, that was uh, that was on the next episode of Golden Girls, but uh, sadly they wrote that, <laughs> they wrote that guy out. I know a guy in Miami could use this thing. <laughs> He's not All right, silly. so get let's go let's go to the end. God, my voice. Let's go to the All end. Right. The the most ridiculous like for a sitcom pilot. First episode. This is the first episode of a yeah. sitcom suicide note, and you think that. The dad has killed himself. Who wants to go for the laugh track? The audience is that a studio audience or is it just canned laugh track? Whatever. I I, immediately starts laughing when the son's reading the suicide note. Like the first (laughs) one, I'm going to join your big mother and or mother in the sky. Better off. (laughs) Like, yeah, you're better off without me. Who edited this show? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody. This is the laugh out loud. All lies. I like to see the the uh, you know, like the actual director. He's in the studio with their editing the laugh track. He's like, no, no, no. The laugh's got to hit right as he says, "Suicide," and I'm dead. You're better off. That's the joke. That's the funny. Yeah, and then we come over the top where he's hiding under the stairs in the closet, and he opens up, and he's not really gone. Oh, and he before that, the wait when they. The yeah, the son calls the. Uh, the the poli- uh, first he calls the operator and says operator give me the they police. not have nine one one back then Mm-mm, I guess not not for black people <laughs> <laughs> uh, that doesn't go to your neighborhood sir I'm sorry what zip code no no, no <laughs> I can no, tell no, you no, the no. time and that's it yeah, I'm sorry that's that's for whites only this is 1972 or whatever you said it was but yeah, yeah. what a depressing like it was just so bizarre. So bizarre. <laughs> what? And then they're like, and that's it. He's still alive. Getting chased with a broom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. The broom up the stairs, too. Yeah. That's everything, everything in this episode was the cheesiest sitcom but, trope. Perhaps but also. It was, but this is the original sitcom. This yeah, is what the, created all You can't have stuff. a trope until someone does it first. And this was done 50 years ago. Like, how many sitcoms were before Sam? Oh, dude, come on. I Dream of Genie, My Three Sons. Uh, God, and name any of those stupid black and white ones. If we watch enough. those, I'm sure we'll, we're going to find out that those are <laughs> terrible. It'd be uh, funny if Eight is Enough was a show about uh, a guy that beats his wife, but he has no thumbs. 
<laughs> he does he does all sorts of weird stuff. He's like, guess guess what, Martha? Eight is enough. No. He like plays pool, pinball, <laughs> basketball player. <laughs> really oh, we're gonna at- we're gonna talk about basketball players because that's in our oh. next show. He's really good at bongos. Yeah. <laughs> really good at bongos. I can't use chopsticks, but I can bongo this shit out of you. So, yeah, Sanford and Son. Yeah. Now, here's the thing I want to say about the Sanford and Son is that um, we've all seen episodes, um, not the first one, and they do no, get better. We have They get all. way better. That's the oh, first episode I've ever seen in my life. The, oh, really? I, I was kind of, I was surprised at how much focus was on the Sun, to be honest with you, because every episode that I remember as a kid, it's always just Fred Sanford walking around talking trash. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And this one, he didn't talk as much, which was like the son and him had equal time, which I thought the son also treated him like weird. shit. That was yeah. really true too. He's really mean to his dad. <laughs> Elderly abuse. Why are you so mean to your dad? He's like, go get that. Get that. Shut up. Go get that. It's like, oh gosh, darn. It's like, that's usually how my dad yelled at me. I was like, Who's <laughs> this guy's a legend, man. Yelling at his dad. I wish I thought about that. Dude, that's a great point though. It's like, you know, what it reminds me of is the Simpsons. If you watch the first season of The Simpsons, it sucks mm-hmm. because Absolutely. the focus, they made Bart the focus. And Bart's right. not the best part of that show by any means. Homer is the funniest part of The Simpsons in yeah. every single episode in every way. Right. And once Sanford and Son realized that, similar to The Simpsons, they're like, what are we doing? Right. Fred's the man. Fred's the driver. Fred's the comedy. Everything's built around Fred, just like everything's built around Homer. There you go. And the legends are made that way. Yeah. Cool. All right. Any other thoughts? Uh, so, Sanford Son, I say, first episode, a huge, depressing letdown, but a good yeah. show overall. But it goes to show you why we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I would watch more Sanford and Son, but maybe I'd start later on in the seasons uh, because it seems like there's the first season might be whack like The Simpsons. Whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'll be uh, watching it again. Maybe like once or twice. There's just so many, so much good TV. Who has time? <laughs> yeah, there's time. I mean, there's so many first episodes to watch. Yeah. So here's a question. Here's a question. Sanford and that's why and we're Son, here. Did it help um, progress black people in the minds of the general population or did it set them back? I would say wow. that's a, that's a, 400 level class question. That's a deep that's a deep question. Maybe we should get into that on this show. This is a comedy podcast. I don't know how to answer that without being racist. I think it did. I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> well, there, there's your answer, Fishbowl. <laughs> I think it did good because it kind of it seems like that dude might have influenced a lot of I really mean, funny comedians and a lot of uh a lot I of good it, good content cuz if cause white people <laughs> in the 70s would watch you know a, a black tv show i think it probably helps somewhat like maybe break down a little bit of a barrier and you know merge class lines a little bit i don't i don't know maybe that's, also I, yeah that's what i think if you had like a black neighbor you could be like hey did you see sanford and son he's like yeah i watched it and then, and then he'd be like yeah i saw the one black show on <laughs> <laughs> and then no we don't have tv yeah. <laughs> oh yeah because that show's making fun of us. <laughs> oh. Well, I, yeah, Tariqa's point. I, I think it, I think even, even though it portrayed him as like poor, you know, it helps. Cause anytime, this is what I hate when they try to cancel culture show like this. Look, it's on TV. People are watching it white and black. And also it gives you the opportunity to showcase people's humanity and how you're so similar with other people. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, all right. That's a great. Hopefully, we never have to do a sociological question again on this show. All right, I promise. I except, it. except about these, we're going to get into these Koreans. Oh, I can talk Ooh. about Koreans all day, though. Before we yeah. get in, okay. So the next show we're going to talk about, we're doing the the first episode, just because it's apparently there's three seasons of the show, but Netflix just brought out the first of season three. I don't think the other ones are out. So. We're watching the first episode available to us on a Netflix show called Singles Inferno, which, by the way, singles has an apostrophe over after the E, which means single is Inferno. 
<laughs> uh, it really pisses me off. Single possesses the inferno. That's but, yeah, it, which makes it, no sense because it's a group show. But it's it, the singles is inferno. <laughs> it, it makes no. It really makes me mad. The fact that it's like well, maybe the Koreans did the punctu- the translation and the punctuation. And they, don't, <sighs> they must have a hundred percent understanding of it. They can't make a good car because my Hyundai died, as you guys know, and I'm still in a vendetta against them. And they can't make a good show with a title. It makes sense. But anyway, so. Yeah, I noticed they're not driving Hyundais in that show. <laughs> no, well, they weren't driving anywhere. They were they were just walking. Oops. They were just walking down uh, dirt pathways in high heels, which is hilarious. I don't like this show. I'm, I'm in on it. What? What? Yeah. I'm in Oh, <laughs> you and I are going to fight. But one thing I want to say before we get into the show well, maybe he'll they, persuade you. They make them eat carrots, raw carrots, at one point in this show. And I don't know what's wrong with these Koreans, but they need to start eating more calcium with a K because everyone was like, <laughs> I can't eat these carrots. It makes my teeth hurt. I'm like, you've never eaten what anything hard? Carrots aren't that hard. What's wrong with your teeth? I was confused by like when they're like, you're going to eat the carrot raw. Yeah, I don't see anybody cooking you eat a carrot raw. Like, I love raw some carrots. kind of pasteurization of carrots before we buy <laughs> raw carrots in the store. Like they're they're fucking raw. Who's is, cooking? Is carrots? this is this like Joe Rogan making Americans eat bull testicles? They're like the Koreans are like we're going to make him eat raw carrots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. no, Korean fear factor. Not steamed <laughs> whole plate of carrots. Very weird. <laughs> no. That is weird. All right, someone, Rico, you love the show. I'm going to rest my voice. Give the introduction. Oh, love it about. A strong word. I liked it. I, I liked all the characters so far. We've been introduced to three females, three males. Mm-hmm. And I thought all of so whom, all, two of whom look like Korean Frankenstein. Yeah. So the one dude was <laughs> like bony jacked, I guess, like the tall guy. He's, <laughs> he's was, so, he so he, weird. He's like, uh, he's like, like, really, Jack. like my physique. He looked yeah. like he just had really broad, broad, <laughs> skinny shoulders. He looked like Jack Skelton from Nightmare oh, Before yeah. Christmas. Where's the muscle, pal? Yeah. Um, that, then there was the guy who was a little muscular, which was yeah, funny was because on the, on the helicopter, he rolled up his sleeves on a short sleeve buttoned up shirt for no reason. Did you notice that? <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah. So they're sitting on the helicopter. He's wearing just a short sleeve shirt, and then he rolls them up a little bit more to go. Over you know what's body. annoying is that he didn't, in that situation, turn and in a heavy Korean Austrian accent go, "We're in the chopper," because that would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. oh, so the studio. Okay, they had a studio. Like, oh yeah, that talk for no reason. All these, by the way, yeah, all these Asian uh, TV shows. Literally, yeah. You know, when I went to when I went to Japan, the they love the panel. Every every show has to have a panel of people that talk about it. It the show started you know with, a pan, with a panel just randomly like, oh well, we're here. Here's the island. I was like, they had Korean the Rachel Maddow. It took me a minute to be like, who does that person yeah. remind oh. me of? Yeah, <laughs> and then like half <laughs> Rachel Maddow. Worst haircut, uh, worst haircut you I've ever pull seen. Up the picture, but it's her. All right, let me, annoying. Oh wait, hold on. Never let me play the trailer. Hold on, I'll play Tell the trailer for us in the background. People yeah, can let, see what's going see on. I'll just, we'll describe her real quick for those of you who are just listening to this podcast. But yeah, Rachel Maddow for Korea is about right. No glasses, but thin, half mannish, um, not attractive, although more likable than Rachel Maddow. There she yeah, is. She is. Boom. Uh, let her wind it and pause. <laughs> She's like the main host, it seems, because she sits in the middle. No, am I wrong? Yeah. No, who? I, I was like, I saw her. I yeah. was so confused. With glasses on and a, a mean look. <laughs> I mean, I have like a billboard about how Donald Trump is going to assassinate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. And I guess she's been on the show forever because she's apparently she's like, like the center person. Yeah, she could be the main host. And then one of the dudes, that dude on the panel was on the show last season. Yeah, I think a few of them. It's kind of like 90 Day Fiance where they bring back the old people to talk about it. But also, every single person in Korea apparently has a haircut from the late 90s. 
Yeah, right? that one, that that dude, he's Which, got like. So the, hold on, yeah. pause the, the middle the part back a little bit. Oh no, wait, okay, Sam, because this guy has the haircut I had in high school. Uh, wait, where is he? You had hair. Yeah, in high school, this guy. The first. So thing. I had this exact same haircut in high school. You went I had from hair. that to this. Rico. And it didn't take very long either. <laughs> it's called evolution. <laughs> Get on it. Change. <laughs> well. What can I say? I'm a big change kind of guy. When I get change at restaurants, I take the little change and I give them back 50 cent pieces, 50 cent pieces (laughs) that I've been warming next to my nuts. Kennedy half dollar, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I only, only Sacagaweas, please. This makes a weird sound when it falls. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what do you want to see this? This The the yellow sweater guy. I didn't know if it was a guy or a girl. It was never definitive to me. Yellow sweater is a girl. There's I think boot. it's a guy. Oh, well, see, there we go. We have a. Yeah, okay, that's a, left, on the left. That's, that's a, a that's a guy. That's a guy for a, sure. I think it's a gay a, guy. Yeah, it's like an effeminate Korean dude. Are they allowed to? So, uh, they have, so which by the way, I'm surprised there's no like like the the so. gun. <laughs> the Korean all the Korean dudes on this show are like masculine dudes i thought they'd have one uh like boy band guy in there the boy band guys are are right there okay so explain explain the premise of the show real quick explain the premise of the dating show okay and what happens on the show you need to break down it can go fucking recap look at the recap either put on the the idea of this podcast you idiot is to tell people down to that's boring but the uh, the of the show is <laughs> they drop they drop these random people on an island and they decide who they figure out who matches up. It's like too hot to handle, or what's the the show and where they're on an island and uh, I don't know. It's, on it, it's sur- look, it's Survivor meets Love Island. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's all those shows are some kind of mix up of each other. Yeah, and I guess they do physical challenges and shit. We haven't gotten to that yet. The first episode I thought was boring as hell. That's why I'm surprised Rico likes it. But I liked it um because the the characters weren't any of them weren't like over the top cocky assholes like in what? every dating show. Dude, you're insane. Okay, so the first the basketball player who is apparently a professional basketball player a all-star mm-hmm. in the Korean basketball league, mind you. <laughs> yeah AKA, in, the, um, in, in the kbl that's like that's like me that's like me that's like me in my dreams winning the super bowl same difference like <laughs> who gives a fuck <laughs> okay so i didn't think any of them were super he he started off super cocky but then when he was on the date he couldn't even uh this fucking the game of these people was pathetic i don't know if it's just that the culture is that far behind you're where, not allowed, I, I don't think you're allowed to make eye contact yeah, they're like, oh, so forward. I'm like, what the fuck? You're in a pool <laughs> with someone and you can't like play flirtatious games and oh my god. Well, it my favorite was see so you're saying one guy was like like none of them were cocky. No, the one muscle muscly dude. Um, I'm just gonna say Jin Gusuk because that's oh uh, oh that's an amalgamation of all their names. My problem with the show. Get American names. This is bullshit. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they have to say like I'm Glenn. I'm Tom. Did, Girls did have you, to be like I'm Sarah? Well, did you oh, watch? Matt, I tried. I tried Sarah. watching. I tried watching in the dubbed version and the Korean version to see if there's a difference because I wanted to see what their voices sound like. I ended up just going back to the dubbed version. But I agree. They're like, yeah, Jiun Suk, Sing Kui, and you're like, that? It's like yeah, when I it's first started watching Game of Thrones. I would have to have. The We're gonna lose our entire Korean audience, but. <laughs> Well, the uh, yeah, the names were tough. I found it was weird because it was uh, dubbed over, and so you have voice actors. Uh, they're really kind of overselling the just the basic banter between people. It's like, oh my god, you're gonna eat the carrot? Is that the thing? I didn't. Oh, watch I know. I watched yeah, the. So it sounded like like title. Valley Girls kind of talking to each other. I, all the so I did I both. Kind of weird. I did both because I wanted to see what the difference was, Rico. And I'll tell you, they were boring in both. No matter what <laughs> the American actors did to make it more interesting, they were still boring. And these people, 
that what they talked about was idiotic. But oh, sorry, let me go back to um, uh, I don't know what what are the guy muscle guy when he goes. You're saying he's not cocky. He goes, yeah, you know, people uh, think I'm intimidating. I get that a lot that people think I'm intimidating. <laughs> and then, but it was hilarious. He turned out to be a baker, like a baker. <laughs> yeah. Cafe owner. He's pretty you can't good read a book by for, uh, dealing with desserts all day. That's a lot yeah, of self-control. Sure. The woman goes. Or speed. I don't know. I bet, I bet you you're in fitness because you look like you exercise. He goes, you know, uh, that's my hobby. <laughs> well, that's what I like. It's like how awkward exercise is like. So great these conversations were. Like, guess my age. Oh, I know. Oh, you guessed one year off. I'm so offended. Like, I know. It was ridiculous. And then was, I thought, wasn't there a sign they're not supposed to ask age and what they yeah, do? They, yes. Sense said that maybe once you're in the uh, parrot because you you matched, you go to parrot. Yeah, and so then I you can the match. Was a little interesting too. Yeah, the match. Write, I just thought they would kind of do a blind thing where you write the name down and then they tell you, but you had to write the name down and go hand it to the. Oh, person. that was hilarious! That was the that best was when they're walking. Yeah, so to give you guys it, the, what happens, the rose they, ceremony. Here's what happens: it's a you go to, if you match up with the person. There were six people that we saw to begin: three guys, three girls, and hilariously, the three girls all describe themselves. I think except one, they're like, they're "Like, how do you describe yourself?" Like. Well, I have a bubbly, outgoing personality. They all said the exact same thing. <laughs> and the guys were like, what are you looking for? I'm looking for a bubbly, outgoing personality. <laughs> yeah. I like a womanly woman. <laughs> These people really go deep. Yeah. I like they a manly real man. Deep. Yeah. And of course, you know, two out of the three Korean women, except for the one that I like the best, had uh, the same nose surgery and chin surgery. They all have the same surgeries. But... So they give them these tickets, and if you match up with who you like, if you write the same name down, you go to paradise. If you don't, you have to sit and make your own meal out of, like, spam and light a fire like Survivor. Mm-hmm. So it was hilarious to watch people continuously walk by the one chick who was, like, the hottest one. Uh, in, there were three her, chicks. Yeah, she was, like, the lamest one. She thought she was, I think, hot shit, but. Cause she didn't try. Cause she thought she, I mean, she was like the prettiest empirically. I like the sporty natural girl. And I like uh, the white dress girl. She was and yeah, that was a sporty natural. And that's who the basketball player, the pro, yeah. the pro guy chose. The two girls that talked were the ones that got chosen. Yeah. <laughs> the other one didn't even say anything when the first girl showed up next to her and said, Oh, you look nice. She just kind of oh. like, yeah, they, she they did. weren't a very, <laughs> I don't, do they not have personalities? I don't know. They, they had no small talk. I, then the yeah. panel, like when they were in the pool on the date, like the one girl was like, did a little light splashing in the face, like the most <laughs> basic fucking party <laughs> move you can do in a pool. And they're like, oh my God, how bold. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. believe it. Because it um, would make more sense if we knew anything about Korean culture. <laughs> yeah, but it's better we don't actually. Did, yeah. did, uh, did you guys catch yeah. the uh, the one dude? I can't remember if it was the guy with the super wide body. Again, what Korean Frankenstein number one, uh, or the other muscle bake muscle baker? But he goes, I've been told I have a nice physique since I was a young child, and I was like, oh, molested much? <laughs> yeah. Did Joe Biden go visit Korea? Yeah. <laughs> my uncle would tell me how beautiful my shoulders and neckline was. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. Um, the one chick, by the way, was also the palest girl I've ever seen in my life. She was like the Pilates yeah. instructor. She showed up. It was like, you don't need a signal flare. If anything goes wrong in the island, your skin <laughs> lights up the sky. I, I mean, I know they use whitening cream there too, but it was like, holy shit. Um, like, who's the guy from, like Gollum from Lord of the Rings? Like, she had never seen sunlight before. <laughs> She's like Dracula. <laughs> whitening cream? She what are you talking that. about? They don't, they have whitening cream. Are you sure? How do you know this? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. 100%. 100%. That's what the Korean, the, the culture in Korea for like, especially the women is like lightning cream, like the surgeries. Remember there, I told you guys this before, there was a chick that got sued from her husband. Her husband was like a real rich guy. She was super hot that she had so much surgery to make her hot. He sued her because he, you know, they banged and they had an ugly kid. And he's like, <laughs> this kid's so ugly. 
You <laughs> misled me with your surgeries oh. and he sued her. I swear to God, I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to mute it. Okay. T- talk about the show. Well, I was going to say, I thought the rich guy knew that she had the surgeries and that maybe he paid for them to make her look that way. But it sounds like she bamboozled him. She paid for her own surgeries. I guess the surgeries aren't that expensive. Oh, I've, I've, I've miss, I've unintentionally uh, maligned the Korean people. This is actually from Uh-oh. China. Oh, okay. but trust me, Korean, Korean, uh, the surgery and the creams. culture there is unbelievable. Like you saw the noses on two out of the three chicks, clearly surgery, clearly surgery on the chins. That's why I like the natural one. She's my number one pick, but. Yeah, this is one in China. He sues his wife for delivering an unattractive baby. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> I married my wife out of love, but as soon as we had our first daughter, we began having marital issues. Our daughter was incredibly ugly to the point where it horrified me. <laughs> and then, <laughs> what a dad. <laughs> he divorced her because his wife duped him into believing she was beautiful. Oh, what a piece of crap this guy is. Oh, my God. And that baby is oh. half his, too. I mean, what does he bring into the table? Oh, it's awful. He what might be fucking. Mm. Oh, well. Well, she's hopefully yeah. better off. And um, I don't know what the laws are out there, but maybe she's got a nice settlement because she was rich. Maybe. She used that settlement to get a nice set and then meet another man. Ooh. She's going to have to All fix right, the so, <laughs> Who would you have gone with? If you guys, wait, which which girl, well, which I, guy I would you, you have I like gone the, with? Uh, the guy, the girl with the uh, the basketball guy. I thought she was cute. She seemed to yeah. have a decent personality. I think body. both. I would have been. I would have chose both of the with either one. That's not that one that looked just bitchy and annoying. <laughs> I mean, I don't think she looked bitchy. I think it's a little. I just, just, just looked like kind of boring. Yeah, like she didn't say anything. It's like. I don't, I don't think I don't any of them speak. said anything. I they guess you know what? They were all honest. super boring, like personalities. For me, it doesn't matter because yeah. I don't speak Korean anyway, so it's not like I could talk to any of them. So all three of them would would be fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, everyone uh, thinks I'm the least ugly. I'll choose you. I mean, if I went on a date with a traditional Korean girl, I, they would probably mace me in the face because I would be like just normal, and I guess I would be yeah. way too formal. You know, so like, what oh, do you uh, what do you like to eat? Do you like meat? Oh! <laughs> you gotta wait till so we are in paradise. <laughs> Only rice yeah, first time dates. So when they were in the 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 girl I liked with the basketball player, like she asked him because he was like complaining about the bed or the couch he was sleeping on, which seemed mm-hmm. weird that they were staying in the same suite yeah. after like the one day. I didn't think that would be like, oh, it's an overnight visit, huh? That's interesting on the first date. Mm-hmm. She's Maybe. like, well, you can sleep in here if you want. He's like, no, I'm good. What the fuck is wrong with you, pal? Wait, is that the basketball player or the other yes, guy? The, muscle- the basketball player. Because the muscle guy, his chick was like, she was like, come, come lie with me. I thought that was. Oh, the other I thought guy. that was the other. Oh, one. no, it was the basketball dude. Because because yeah, he was because he's tall and she, he was trying to lay on the couch. I mean, and, that was I, and he I couldn't was, fit. I mean, the couch she was trying to sleep on, they, they, <laughs> they like faded out on it and it was so small, comedically small. And I was like, this is ridiculous. He's not like, also, and also ball. the fact that he's Korean, they're like, she, she put the, the sleep mask on, right? Like women, I buy my wife. ask, like, what are you guys doing? Well, I buy my wife, like the gel masks to wear as like a, a gift, but she doesn't go to sleep in them. And if I was dating, if I was on a date with her, and you know, like the first night, she wouldn't put on a gel mask. But I'll tell you what else. The next morning, if I was the Korean basketball player, I wouldn't wake up and be having breakfast to go, hey, by the way, uh, I brought some pills you might like that are on the <laughs> counter over there. Do you guys hear that? He brought. Like, uh, he said, "I don't think he said pills." Did yes, they, he did. He, he said, said "Well, they when they no, walked, he did not they, say no, Rico. He did not say fucking su- well." In the dub did version, the, did this part was it in the Korean or the English? This is no. This is in the dubbed English. Yeah, well, in the Korean that I watched the whole thing, he said I brought some supplements like vitamins for you. No, no. Okay, he 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 clarified later what he said. So here's what happened for me. I was watching the Red Breakfast and he goes, hey, by the way, I brought some pills you might like to try. 
And she goes, oh, yeah? And I was like, whoa, we got Korean Korean Cosby with a K over here. But uh, then he was like, like, oh, red ginseng and vitamins. And she's like, oh, okay, thank you. They do their ecstasy in the morning there with breakfast (laughs) before you go to work. So and uh, then he made the bed or he did the laundry. Like he is a Korean Dan Mahoney. Mahoney. He does the laundry, makes the bed. He doesn't get in the bed with the woman who asks him to get in with him. He's nothing like the basketball players in our country. Yeah, the basketball players in our country wouldn't be there in the morning. And they would have tied off the condoms and flushed them down the toilet. (laughs) Like what, a yeah. normal professional. Like a normal, exactly. Well, also, and, how much, and how gave much her does it suck? At night before. Well, well, no, here's the twist that's hilarious, right? So they all go on these dates. Two of the couples go on dates. Uh, muscle Man and Super Pale Girl and Sporty Chick We Like and Basketball Guy. And apparently, they one of them got offered, apparently Basketball Guy, to like, hey, come lie with me. He doesn't, like a bitch. Yeah. The funny thing is, the next day... They're like, oh, well, what's going to happen? Where should we, you know, why are we, uh, do we like each other? The next day they go, okay, you couples that are paired up, you're not allowed to leave with who you're with. You have to leave with different people. So the chick goes down. No, the chick did not, was not into him. He was into her. I think that was pretty clear. Which one? The, the basketball girl? Yeah. The basketball guy was into her. He's like, well, what about when we go back? And she's like, eh, we got to meet everyone. Okay, so that's yeah. what I was saying. Then why would the basketball girl say, come sleep in the bed with me? Maybe because uh, she's being maybe nice. she was being nice and it was a platonic, come yeah. sleep in the bed. Well, that's stupid. Well, either way, my point still stands. And that My point still stands in that the next morning, they tell them, you got to go down and get in a car with a different person. So, so this guy passes up the chance to be in the bed with this beautiful lady. Who knows what could have happened? And then the next morning, he's like, I got all the time in the world. Guess what? No. Now she gets to get, jump in a car with another guy to drive her back to the island that you never met. And there's, we find out there's five other people who went to a different island where they did different or a different right. part of the island to do different crap. I mean, that was an interesting twist. But it was can't funny s- about that, though, for as polite as the Korean culture, the Korean guys are. The dude just sat in the car when she was coming out. Like, if you were going to go meet a girl coming out of a hotel lobby, no idea who you are, wouldn't you, like, get out of the car and, like, stand next to it and wait for them? He well, it is the fence. Like he's playing on his phone. But, Rico, in his defense, he has no idea, unless they told him who sh- who's coming out, when they're coming out. Yeah. He's just sitting there waiting, and then somebody opens the door like a carjacker, which would have been hilarious, by the way. Now that was the car that I think I would remind me note to self, go to Korea, go to, go to expensive, go to expensive hotels to carjack people that are waiting to pick up dates from, (laughs) from singles, singles, whatever the fuck this shit. Inferno. Yeah. And just look for a girl in the driver's seat and jump in and say, I'm here for the dating show. (laughs) And then she'll be like, okay, let's go. Yeah. But I'll be saying your name. They'll talk to me. (laughs) Oh my God. Dating show. Funny. That it was it was so funny. Just going back to backtrack a little bit. It was so funny <laughs> watching the 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 prettiest girl in the initial three, supposedly, uh, walk down her high heels down the long dirt road. All the men walked down long the the story of this whole show is walking down long dirt roads in high heels, which is hilarious. But also, this one girl was like a model. I think that was like her career was like a model. And Watching them give the passports because we had to write the passport on the plane ticket to paradise. And if you matched, you went watching every single person walk by what was what would be considered, I think, in Korea, the empirical best looking girl was delicious. It was hilarious and rewarding in every possible way. Yeah, I think she thought she was going to get handed uh, a ticket. All three. All three. And then, she and thought then she was getting all three. <laughs> and they put her right in the front, so everybody had to walk by her. Exactly. <laughs> like, pass, pass. So, you know. And yeah, and you could tell that the producers knew what the people had written because of the way that they uh, timed it. You know, you stand here. Yeah. yeah. You stand next to the girl that gives you a ticket that you don't return. And then they made I, both guys give the, 
the same girl the ticket yeah. and then made that girl choose. And then yeah. the rest. But they already <laughs> made the choice, right? They can't change. No, they wrote yeah. it down. They can't change. It. But what's funny too is now I do like the awkwardness. God, maybe I'm selling myself on watching the show more. I don't know. But it was mostly boring in my opinion. But You're I do love also that now two couples two couples matched up and went to go to the paradise hotels together. And now you just have one awkward couple of the chick who got nobody interested in her and a guy. No, it was not only that. It was the guy she picked that didn't pick her. No, I didn't realize that. (laughs) Ah, It's even better. Doubly awkward. and, And imagine doubly awkward on top of original Korean awkwardness in this show which is uh, you can't over pronounce how awkward it was the us, zero us interpersonal it. skills it was weird it seemed tell like me you didn't think two, about our friend Howie being in korea interacting with these people while you're watching the show <laughs> no inappropriate possible american no i wish he was on the show. oh well drug addict american probably not for the best you think the Korean women would choose him? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> They'd eat him. It would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, sorry for the cough. Did you like it? I mean, this show is basically the show Lost meets um, Love Island. And I like that at the end of the episode, they introduced the others. Like, did you guys watch Lost? Of course. Yeah. So the others, right? They just the other tribe. That's is, that's all they did at the end of this first episode. They were like, right. "Now you have to get in the car one, with this guy." Do we need more? The others. Yeah, he and said there's like five of them. Well, yeah, but we that didn't had see a whole. Them. No, we didn't see them, but he said there's five other people that went to a campsite Isn't and did it the, weird? Whole, the whole. They crap. only had they didn't they had an unequal number of guys versus girls. No, that's you have to have that because that way there's competition. You need that, Rico. Otherwise, there's always somebody you can be with. Well, and they'll probably keep bringing in different uh, numbers. Like, they'll bring in another guy, another girl, another guy, depending on how it goes. I was wondering, like, only three couples or three of each? How do they make this show, like, ten episodes or whatever? No. Yeah. And then there's a... It looked like they were doing challenges, too, like road rules-style challenges. So Sign me up. Yeah, it seems like it's all the dating shows in one. <laughs> I don't know why you guys don't like it. I mean, look, the first episode it didn't really grab me. I, that I don't much. mind it. It's, I don't know if I'll watch the whole thing. It's yeah, commitment, but I wouldn't mind seeing kind of who ends up with who. The dialogue between two people in Korea that are dating. I could care. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't want to hear I'll what they're talking to about. For them to have sex, so so awkward. Yeah. What, how, how about the bakery guy? He's Four like, years. I own I own several bakeries. And she's like, oh, that's so interesting. Can I see a picture of one of your restaurants? He's like, I'll show you that another time. Like, yeah. why? What? Exactly. Like, I, it's so I own three. I, I own three restaurants. Okay. Can I see a picture of one? Mm, In a month. Next time. <laughs> what? They're okay. Not, they're not open yet. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Where do they film you? Did you? Well, did they, they film you pretending? <laughs> you know, like maybe well, take them. They, but why would he just say, "Uh, they took our phones, idiot"? <laughs> like that would be my <laughs> response. Draw you a picture of it. Don't yeah. you have? Don't you have a picture of? It was work such a biz- It was phone. such a bizarre response. It was. I'll, I'll show like you. Too later okay okay cool all right yeah also i don't like uh can i see it can i see a picture of your negative aids test (laughs) i'll show you in about a month how about that how's that sound (laughs) (laughs) and don't and and positive means good (laughs) 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 don't forget it means oh good good you got it you you know oh god so funny well, there you go. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else on this show. No, I was gonna watch another one, but then I started helping a kid with geometry homework, and mm. time flew. Mm. Yeah, wow. Tonight. Yeah, did it, you should have taken him to a pool hall. Yeah, I, I don't know that the uh, 
that that is a one for one match with the the questions, but I guess it couldn't have hurt to try. It pulls all geometry. God, yeah. too smart, too smart. This should be called the Brian's too smart for his idiot co-host podcast. Well, <laughs> rebrand again. A, we we still don't have a, <laughs> we still don't have a sign off for this show. We don't need. It. Oh, do we? Yeah, we, we need should probably just music. tell people what we're gonna watch next time. Oh yeah, I had some ideas. Let's do it. What are your so ideas? Throw them out, Rico. New, for a new show. New show. Watch that TED. We're starting a brand new podcast. Yes. Every week. No, okay. All right. What's the new show? Uh Ted. Oh, is that a is that a show? Is that a, is that a is that like the teddy bear Ted or Ted yes. Bundy or it's like a Ted. prequel? Well, it's like a prequel to Ted, but yeah, it's the same a, voice. That's I mean, a it show? might be terrible. Mark Wahlberg is not in it, but it's a TV show on Peacock. I'm surprised Ooh. you didn't see the previews. I when saw the previews for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, the and it's like voices. It doesn't look that good, honestly. That right. Good. Yeah. All right. I'm <laughs> cool with that one. All right. All right. Is it out now? Can we watch it in time yes. for two weeks from now? All right. Good. Yes, sir. I'll watch right, it on the uh, plane tomorrow when I'm giving everybody this flow. Everybody. What? You got an old show that you can. I had some ideas. Oh, um, let's let this is go. It's the Rico episode. <laughs> well, it's you know, if you can bring your own stuff, I think I suggested these, but just some ideas were Blossom, mm. uh, Just Shoot Me, mm-hmm. Designing Women. Uh, designing Women would be hilarious. Blossom, I, I thought of, I thought of one Family Ties. Oh, that'd be a good one. But I don't know where it is. It's it's, it's on anything. I haven't looked for it yet. Uh, Let me look. In real time. I've got my list on my phone I could go through. And by the way, if you're watching along, you can comment. And and by the way, you can tweet at us. By the way, follow. I have to figure out. If you're listening or watching this, uh, this podcast is going to, we're live streaming right now, but it's going to air on the podcast a little bit later because I am flying out tonight. But you can follow us at First Episode Pod on Twitter and uh, you can tweet ideas at us for shows you want us to review. Happy to do that. But mm-hmm. yeah, Family Ties is on Paramount. That's not going to work. I don't have Paramount Plus. Okay. Mm. all right so let's okay so let's see i'm down with the new show ted sounds good let's do it let's do ted right. for next episode and and let, let's do blossom because rico is brought i don't care I, <laughs> oh, I was oh I, I was also gonna suggest uh okay i'll throw out three star trek the original never okay. watched oh we should do it. We should do Star Trek. You never the, seen it, just, Don? No, I've never seen it. That's all. It's also. I think it's also on Paramount Plus. I can give you my login. You can find it. Oh, this is my birthday. The original Star Trek pilot, the, which yeah. I love. By I love Star Trek. I love Star you're Trek. A, I was amazed how much I liked a it. Trekkie. I I'm not a Trekkie, but I enjoyed it. I hate everything that's come out recently, but okay. Star Trek is fun. It's all right. Fuck. All right. When so men, when men were, when, were men and women were short skirts and were green, you know, the good old days. Alien <laughs> walk by. <laughs> That's how you said hello to a Martian, a <laughs> Martian lady with a nice vulva. Rocking that tail. Well done. All right. All right. So it'll be the Ted prequel episode one show and the first episode of Star Trek, the one with Captain. Kirk. James T. Kirk. Right. Okay. AKA William Shatter. And that that's just called Star Trek. Should our should our uh our sign off be something real gay like, hey, I'm not doing sign off. Don't forget I did to three years of sign off. I'm not making you do it. I'm testing it out. By the way, this is all gonna be changed. You see this shit behind me. I'm moving back into my house next Tuesday. This is all gonna be gone. Ooh, it's gonna be wonderful. Can't wait. Uh, how about this? Episode, you're still there. Shut you're up, gonna, idiot. Shut up, idiot. <laughs> how about this for a sign off don't forget sign off shut up idiot <laughs> <laughs> and from the first episode podcast shut up idiots uh, i was gonna say don't forget to light your pilot light no uh, shut up idiot better we all right say, well like, uh, this concludes the podcast broadcast or something like 
Yeah. You know what? It Definitely. should be like that old sign off. Like, when yeah. The net, like, just like when no. the show ended at 11 o'clock and there was Test nothing pattern. after it. And it just did the like static when NBC had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut up, idiot. Yeah. <laughs>